Take out your Bibles, and we're going to begin in John chapter 14. This morning, I just want to talk about Jesus is the only way, emphasizing only, only way to heaven, the only way to have your sins forgiven, the only way that is accepted by God the Father. And before I read John chapter 14, I'm going to ask you some questions here before we read it, then when we do read it. Uh, I'll ask you the questions again afterwards. In fact, I've got, yeah, five questions here. Number one, to whom was Jesus speaking here? Number two, I have it kind of like connected number one also. Who asked this question? Uh, next question, by what name does the Bible call the speaker here? And then another one, is heaven mentioned in this verse? And then the last question where does this way, that's W-A-Y, lead? Where does this way lead to? Now let's read it. We're going to begin reading in verse 1, although verse number 6 is the main verse I want to talk about. But verse number 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Now verse 4, And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Now verse 5, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. We don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? So two parts of questions there, two things. We don't know whither thou goest. We don't know. And, and we don't know the way. Now, verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So verse 6 again, verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. All right, first two questions here. To whom was Jesus speaking and who asked this question? Well, Thomas. Okay, by what name is the speaker in verse referred to? In verse 6. What is the name used in verse 6? Jesus. Okay, Jesus. I want to emphasize something. It's not the Lord Jesus. It's not Jesus Christ. It's not the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not the Christ. It's not the Lord. It's Jesus. That's important. Why? Because this is his human name. And what he's telling Thomas here, he's speaking as Jesus, the human part of him. Human Jesus is speaking here. I want to emphasize that because we don't understand that sometimes. But verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. All right, so Jesus is the name used there. We have to be real particular. It's important to be real particular about things. Next question, is heaven mentioned in this verse? No. All right, if heaven's not mentioned, then where does this way lead to? According to this verse, where does the way lead to? The Father. 
I am the way, the truth, and life. No man cometh unto the Father. Doesn't say heaven there, does it? It says the Father. But by me. So it leads to the Father. The way, Jesus Christ himself being the way, leads to the Father. So to go to heaven, you have to go through the Father first. Jesus will lead you to the Father, and then the Father will let you into heaven if you meet the conditions. And the conditions are what? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and life. Where's it going to lead you? To the Father. The way is through the Father. The truth is through the Father. The life, all these things. And Jesus said this when he was in the flesh as a human man yet. All right, let's talk about some of these things. Jesus being the only way. Number one, if Jesus is the way, it shows there's some place to go. There's some kind of destination. If he's the way, the way to where? Well, here the Father. Uh, the way to where? Heaven, yeah. The way to have your sins forgiven. Uh, the way it has some kind of destination. You know, a lot of people today, they don't believe that there's anything after this world, after this life. They say, as you've heard before, I'm sure, once you're dead, you're dead. A lot of people believe that. But according to this verse, there's a way, and the way is to God the Father, and the way in other parts of the Bible, of course, then leads to heaven. So death does not end at all. There is a way. If death ends at all, why does, is Jesus Christ called the way? Where are we going? Where, what is the way to what? What is the final destination? Death does not end at all. But people say, what if I don't believe it? You know something? They're going anyway. Not to heaven necessarily. They have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But they have to make that choice. And until you choose Jesus Christ, you're not going to heaven. You will end up in hell. You have to make a choice to believe in Jesus Christ. You don't have to make a choice to go to hell. We people already going there. That's the wrong way. That's the bad way. That's the way we're trying to keep people from going. We want them to go the right way. What if I don't believe it? doesn't matter what you believe. The truth doesn't matter what you believe. So what if I don't believe it? What if I don't like it? You won't. They won't well, I won't say Christians do. The others don't like it, but they're going anyway. No, they're not going to like it. This is what they might be saying, too. What if I don't want to go? Well, no one does want to go there. But you, again, Jesus, what a difference Jesus Christ makes, isn't it? You believe on him and everything changes here. Uh, what if I don't believe it? You'll want to believe it after you're a Christian. What if I don't like it? You will like it after you're a Christian. What if I don't want to go? You want to go to heaven after you're saved. You know you're going there. What a difference Jesus Christ makes. But because he's the way, that shows he's the way to what? There's a destination, eternal destination for everybody. Once you're dead, you're dead. No, that's what some people wish it was. That's what some people thought it was, only to find out too late they were wrong. Don't find out too late you're wrong. But you want to know the difference. You want to know about Jesus Christ. You need to know about Jesus Christ. So it shows there is a destination. Number two, Jesus is not just part of the way. It's not Jesus plus anything else. Again, in verse number six here, I am the way. The word T-H-E, that little three-letter word, that's what it means. Exclusive. The way. The truth. The life. Three times that word is used right there in that small portion of this scripture here. That means there's no, nothing else. There's no other way. There's no other truth. 
and there's no other life than through Jesus Christ. The way. That little three-letter word means something. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way, truth, and life. My, is that good. So good. See, let's move on here. What else? It means that Jesus is not just part of the way. It's not Jesus plus anything. It's not Jesus Christ dying on the cross plus. That's Roman Catholicism. Uh, that's uh, even Protestantism. That's uh, a lot of other churches. Some churches believe you have to get saved by believing in Jesus Christ, but after have, have you keep yourself saved. So it's a, work, a salvation of works there too. Uh, you work to get saved. You work to stay saved. It's a salvation of works. It's not Jesus plus anything. And after you're saved, Jesus keeps you saved too because you're in his hands and you are already saved. Ye have, present tense, eternal life. Boy, what a, a blessing that is. There's no plus. Get rid of that plus. It's not Jesus Christ plus good works. It's not Jesus Christ plus going to church. It's not Jesus Christ plus being a good person, as good as you can. That's bad doctrine, and that's I can call that heresy. Plus is heresy. Jesus Christ plus anything else is false doctrine. Believe it, and don't agree with anybody that's trying to tell you it's not. Faith in Jesus Christ plus good works is heresy. It's not Jesus plus anything. Jesus is not just part of the way. Remember years ago, Roy Thompson really preached on that, and he made a strong point about that. If you believe that Jesus Christ dying on the cross isn't enough, what can you add to it? Isn't what Jesus Christ did enough? What does the Bible say? What does God the Father say? It's enough. It's enough. And when he said, it is finished, that meant something. When he said, it is finished, nothing more needed to be added to that at all. What he had done, he had died for our sins. So it's faith in Jesus Christ, not faith in Jesus plus good works. Churches teach that, don't they? Faith in Jesus Christ, but you got to be a good person. Uh, faith in Jesus Christ, but you got to be careful you don't lose it. After you get saved, you got to keep on doing right or else you lose it. No, it's the faith in Jesus Christ saves you. Once you're saved, you're saved at that point. At that point, you are justified and forgiven and redeemed and propitiated at that point. Faith in Jesus Christ. So Jesus is not just part of the way. He's the only way. He's all the way. Nothing else needs to be added to that. So that's point number two in my outline. Look at point number three. He more than just shows the way. He is the way. He more than just shows. He's not just an usher. Now, he leads us to himself in a certain way, but he's not just an usher. He's the main attraction. He's not an Uber driver that you call, and he takes you to, to your destination. He is the destination. He's not a taxi cab driver that drives you to where you need to go. He is the destination. So he's not an usher, he's not an Uber driver, he's not a taxi driver, he's not a trail guide. Like if you went hiking somewhere, he's not a trail guide. He is the destination. He's the final one. He's what it's all about. He points people to himself. To himself. When he says, I am, the power of that. You know what he was saying there when he said, I am? He said, I am God. 
When he said, I am, and those Pharisees understood what he was saying, and they picked up stones to stone him to death. Why? Because he was claiming to be God, and the Pharisees, they understood what he was saying. When he said, I am, I am. In the garden there, just before he was going to be arrested and taken to Pontius Pilate and die for our sins, what did he say in the garden there? He said, he said, whom seek ye? And they told him, and what did he say? I am. What happened? We saw a little bit of his power there. In those words, I am the eternal God. And the soldiers just fell back with the power of his words. Wow, wow. I am. Now, Jesus Christ is more than just showing the way, although he does show the way too. He points people to himself, but he is the way. He is the way to God the Father. He is the way to go to heaven someday. A person is the way. That's interesting, isn't it? And he points to himself that way. What other things does this mean in John chapter 14, verse 6? It says, I am the way. It means all other ways are false ways then. You need to be careful. You need to understand that every other way is a false way. It's like that one book, I guess a book written. I've never read this book, but I understand it's a good one about the King James Bible. It said that things that are different are not the same. Things that are different are not the same. Jesus Christ is the way. All other ways are false ways. All other ways are wrong. All other ways you're not going to get to the right destination. The destination, we want to make sure we go to heaven, but we need to understand that we have to go through God the Father, and the only way that God the Father accepts is through the righteousness of His own Son. So if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are standing in His righteousness, in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, not in our own righteousness. And I praise the Lord for that. I'm not standing in the righteousness of Andrew John Rostacco, not at all. I'm standing in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and therefore I know, I know, I know I'm going to go to heaven someday, because it's not me that's going to get me there, it's him that's going to get me there. The Lord Jesus Christ. All other ways are false ways, wrong ways. Have you ever tried to find some place and found out too late that you're going the wrong way, you had wrong directions, yeah? But one of the places they were going to have one of the fellowship meetings was in Upper Sandusky. So a lot of guys thought, well, I'll just go to Sandusky there. It must be right by Upper Sandusky. And what'd you say? Long way from Upper Sandusky. That's right. In fact, it's kind of funny. If you look, if you look at the map, you have Sandusky here. Upper Sandusky is down here. It's not up there. So here at Sandusky, there's Upper Sandusky below Sandusky. So they're really off base. Why? Because they follow the wrong directions. Don't follow the wrong directions. No, no, no. Follow the right directions. And you know, like Sandusky and Upper Sandusky sound like the same place. There can be a lot of mistakes made in a spiritual sense, too, where things sound like the same place. They sound like the same Jesus Christ. They sound like the same gospel. They sound like the same Holy Spirit of God. But they're a long way away. And you want to make sure you get the right name, the right destination, uh, the right map. Make sure you get the right. Don't be confused. Things that are different are not the same. Uh, there's different Jesus Christ. What did Jesus Christ say about false Christs? He said, generally, basically, they'll call themselves Jesus or Christ. 
They'll have the right name. They'll have the right name, but it'll be the wrong person. They'll have the right name. They'll have the right, use the right words according to the Bible. They'll even read the Bible. See, we need to have discernment. Yeah, and that, that definition, I really, I love that definition by Charles Spurgeon, what discernment is. Discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. Discernment is knowing the difference between right and almost right. That's discernment. So make sure you know the right way. Understand these things. There's different roads that say, here's the map you need to have, and it's the wrong map. Here's the directions you need to have, the wrong directions. Make sure you understand the truth. Uh, understand all these things. So there are false ways. Jesus Christ is the way, but make sure you have the right Jesus Christ also. Understand that, Christian. Now, why are there false ways? Because there's some that don't want people to accept Jesus Christ and go to heaven. Can you imagine that? There's beings, let's, I'll put it, you know what I'm getting at here. There's beings, and there's people too. Yeah. yeah, there's people too that really don't want you to go to heaven. Are there people that cruel out there like that? Yeah. All other ways are false ways. Go the right way. Don't be contrary, opposed, or altogether different. Go the right way. Jesus is the right way. Make sure you have the right Jesus, too. Then the last thought I want to bring up this morning, point number five in my outline. Have faith and believe what Jesus says about the way. All right, what is faith? Let me ask you a very basic question. What is faith? Faith is believing what God says. Faith is believing what God says or God's word. We believe that God's Word is in written form today. We have a copy of it. I have a copy of it. Most of you have copies of it this morning. It's the Word of God. God's Word in written form. So faith is believing what God says. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So what is faith? Believing what God says, God's Word. Now, I also say believe what Jesus says. You know why I say believe what Jesus says? Because Jesus is God. That's what the Bible says. Believe what Jesus says because Jesus is God. Salvation is believing what Jesus says about salvation. Amen. Believe what the Lord says. And when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, believe that this morning. I think we have so many Christians in the room this morning that you understand this, you know this, you believe this for probably a lot of years already, but believe what Jesus says about salvation. And if somebody says, I believe this, and you're thinking about Jesus said this. In fact, that's a good way to deal with people. When they say, well, I believe, and they'll tell you something that's unscriptural and wrong, wrong doctrine or whatever. If you're able to connect that with something Jesus said and say, well, Jesus says in the Bible, and then you tell what Jesus said in the Bible, maybe quote the verse or something. And then you say to them, well, here's my problem. Here's my dilemma. Here's my decision. Am I going to believe you? Or am I going to believe what Jesus Christ said? Isn't that good? Am I going to believe you, or am I going to believe what Jesus Christ said? I've had a chance to use it a couple times, and it does kind of get them. They, they realize, they understand what they're saying, and they say, well, I don't, I don't believe the Bible. One person tried to discount the Bible then and say there's mistakes in the Bible. That's not what Jesus really said. He didn't do everything perfect. I had one lady tell me that one time. 
I'm just looking at her. I, I don't think I had a good, good comeback. I was too taken aback by that. Calling Jesus, blatantly calling Jesus, said, well, he, he wasn't perfect either. Gasp. Yeah, that's, I think that's what I did. Oh, my, oh, my. No, friends, Jesus is God himself. He's the God who cannot lie. And when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, it must be through me. He points people to himself. The one who said, I am, like God says, I am, because Jesus Christ is God, is God. God the Father has to let people into heaven. To get to heaven, you have to go through God the Father. God the Father accepts what Jesus Christ has done. God the Father knows his son and wants to honor his son. And everyone who will bow the knee and submit themselves to the Lord Jesus Christ, they can be saved. They have to believe what Jesus said about forgiveness, how to be forgiven. They have to believe what Jesus said about redemption, how to make that purchase, buy back our salvation, what the price is for our redemption, his own precious blood. That was what the price was for salvation, redemption. You have to believe about repentance. Except you repent, you shall likewise perish. There has to be repentance, repentance in the areas where people are stilling and hardening their will against God Almighty. People have to believe who he is. He is God himself, the creator God, the eternal God. And you have to believe what Jesus taught about heaven and how to get there. Heaven, believe what Jesus said. And Jesus said, here in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto who? The Father. But by me. Don't, don't forget about that part of it. The Father. Then the Father, so to speak, lets you into heaven because you're a Christian. That's the way it works. Jesus is the only way. Believe on him. Believe only on him. Don't accept any counterfeits. Don't accept any substitutes. Don't accept any false doctrine about him. He is the forgiver. He's the redeemer. He's the justifier. It's through repentance and faith in him. It's through who he is, deity, God himself. And that's how we get to heaven. Jesus is the only way, the only way. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that we can really trust it with all our heart, as they say, 100% that you've inspired it in the original, but over the years you've preserved it too because it's incorruptible. There can't be any mistakes in the Word of God, the incorruptible Word of God. Thank you, Lord, that we can read it and believe it today. And I pray we will. Now, Lord, as we have this prayer time, this invitation time, I pray maybe there's someone that wants to walk the aisle this morning and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, please prompt them to do that. Continue to work in their heart to, to convict them to give them understanding and illumination, should there be someone like that this morning. And Lord, it's going to be hard, I know, because it's a humbling, and that's what must happen. There must be a humbling to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, a submitting to him and obedience to him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So Lord, bless this morning, and for this time of prayer and invitation for Christians too, to come forward and pray about different things, whatever it might be, their heart's desire for themselves or maybe for others too. 
So may, may they feel the freedom to do that and have the desire to do that as we have now, again, this prayer time and invitation time. For it is in Jesus' name we do pray and ask it. Amen.